Brother Adam Comer. Welcome back. This is Life After Addiction, episode 34. Ryan graduates college. Cut the promo, baby. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Do you believe in life after addiction? You better believe it. Now, the host of Life After Addiction. Oh my, cut the promo, baby. baby. If you're just listening to this, the reason that this moment is so epic, if you're not watching on YouTube, which you should go and check it out, Ryan is wearing a cap and gown. Mm -hmm. He is at his college graduation where he was asked to speak on behalf of his graduating, like the honored speech of his college graduation. And he cuts a promo for this episode 34 in the middle of the speech. And I lose it. Do it for the pod, baby. The The most epic thing that, I mean, golly, I had no idea. I was obviously filming. I forgot to be fair. I think you told me you were asked to speak. Yeah, but it was one little brief. Hey, I'm speaking yada, yada. So I had forgotten. And so I was there at his graduation and they started talking about S2L. And I was like, Oh wait, this has to be Ryan. And they asked Ryan to come up, so I was going to film. <laughs> That's the most epic thing. He cuts a promo to intro this podcast, and so we're going to talk about it. Ryan graduates <laughs> college, man. Congratulations, yeah. dude. Thank you, man. Congratulations. Thank you. It's, it's been a, a long time coming, man. I was telling Carl the other day, it's like my first you know, long-term goal that I've accomplished since probably I was, shoot, 18 years old. Mm. You know, and it's so much more than just like a piece of paper, you know, um, yeah. just everything God did in my heart through all of that, just the devotion, the discipline, the time management, um, the reliance upon him, yeah. the trusting him, just everything that it encompasses. And it's something so much greater than what I felt like I could accomplish. And it is something so much greater than I can accomplish apart from him working full time ministry and the heaviness um, of, of what we do each and every single day. And then just being full-time school for almost three years. Um, yeah. It was, dude, I'm not even going to lie. I told my mom and dad this. It was probably the greatest day of my life. Mm. And because it encompasses so much, it's not just walking across that stage. It's the years and years and years of what God had done in my life prior to then and the darkness that I had dwelled in for so long to finally get to that place in Christ and be able to fulfill something that he had called me to a long-term goal, man, it was, it was powerful. And to have you, to have my mom, to have my dad, to have my grandmother be a part of it. Um, man, I was an emotional wreck waking up that day. I was, I was in the room, the hotel room with my dad the night before, and I was just briefly reading over my speech and I just felt the presence of God on me. You know me, like even when we do podcasts, I get super nervous, super anxiety and all those things, but I was reading it and I went through it a few times and I looked at my dad, he's laying on the bed. I'm like, man, I feel, I feel the presence of God on me. Like mm. I, he's going to, he's going to speak and something even crazier, man. I don't have visions or anything like that. And I don't, I don't claim to, but it was just weird. God gave me when I had started school, I envisioned myself speaking at graduation. Really? I just did from the jump. Like I would have, I would be in my, my little office doing homework and assignments and going through scripture and doing papers and like multiple on multiple occasions. I just felt that like, man, I'm, I'm going to speak at graduation, you wow. know? And then I got that call like three weeks before 
graduation from my academic advisor wow. saying, Hey, we've nominated you to speak. Man, what Would an you honor, man. Yeah, I was, I was super humbled, man. I, I really was. I was super humbled, um, that, that they would ask me, uh, that God would put that on their hearts. And yeah, it was, man, it was a powerful moment for me. I can't even tell you exactly what God did in me through all of that, mm. but he did something new in me. He did something new, man. And yeah. just even seeing you like how fired up you get for me, man, you don't know how much that blesses me and how much that impacts me. Like I get done with the graduation and I walk out and we go into this little, um, uh, room in the back where like we're serving cake and just refreshments afterwards for the families and people who came and like Comer's one of the first people around that corner um, to where the door's at and he's just like fired <laughs> up just smiling like bro that was amazing and like your genuine love like for me and how proud you are and how much it fires you up for something that don't even it has to do with you but it's something of of mine that's like Man, it means just as much to you, and like I can genuinely sense that and yeah. feel that from you. And I don't know, that was super cool. I even told my mom and dad, like, dude, Comer was fired I was, up man. about that. I was, like, I was, I was, that was uh, that whole day, that week, man. My son gave his life to Christ that mm, week. Come and on, seeing you do that, it just, I needed that, man. The Lord blessed me through that, and your speech, dude, was epic. The whole thing is like seven minutes. You said some kind, I mean, you said some things about me that were extremely humbling. Uh, I just, again, I wasn't aware you're going to do this, uh, but man, you just presented yourself. You represented yourself, your family and S2L and, uh, and this podcast, obviously, uh, and just a way that was, man, I was just proud of man. Mm. And like the, even this, the, the, the gall about you to cut a promo for the yeah. podcast mid speech. I was like, Oh my goodness. What is this guy doing? It was so epic, man. And yeah, man, I think, I think we talk about, I mean, it was just such a good speech and I think we've talked about it so much. Are you, would you be comfortable with us just playing? I've recorded it obviously. And Carl, you could maybe in the, in the post, maybe kind of fix and maybe raise the audio or something, but I think the audio is fine, but uh, are you good with us playing it for the people? Yeah. You know, so me. before we do, before we cut into it, uh, Carl, I do want to talk about the new Carl cam. Ooh. As you can see right now, we got Carl pointing. Come uh, on, we baby. Got, we've got the cam hooked up hey. for now. Hey, if you want to donate to the podcast, we get the nicer cam set up, we will. But for now, we're going with the GoPro. Hallelujah. Uh, and so you see... Uh, COVID Carl Cam. That's right. Is that what we're calling it? I mean, it could be both. It could be the Carl Cam or the COVID, COVID Carl, Carl Cam. Cam. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, we, we're true to our word. We've been talking about it. Now we got Carl uh, coming in. Carl, anything you want to add so far? Very happy to be here. Don't. Oh, here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> Don't look at the camera. <laughs> Very happy to be here. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it's cool, man. It's cool to be a. It's cool to be a part of uh, what God's doing in here, man. Um, he's done a lot in this studio in a short amount of time, and uh, he's just getting started. Heck yeah, man. Yeah. Me and Carl and Ryan had a meeting recently, and I don't want to dangle cares. We talked about last week with Denver dangling cares, but there's some, some interest um, uh, with the podcast, and we'll talk about that later. But we had us three had a meeting as we're kind of the ones that are, are only ones involved with the podcast, and so we're going to make a decision together. and. Yeah, man, exciting stuff. But before we get into the video, <clears throat> I think I know, like you said, you get nervous even before the podcast. Is that because you're at the desk with a real-life Ron Burgundy? 
Run Burgundy. Um, or Jay-Z, or, I mean, you know, just a showsman who could sit here and entertain, and you're just in awe of your, your podcast co-host. To be honest with you, no. It's okay. more comes from a place of, like, I guess doubting myself and just okay, feelings of a turn for the dark. Okay. inadequacy. <laughs> and, no, I'm serious, though. Like, I guess, yeah. I don't know. It, it's it's from, from those things. I guess fear of man, fear of saying the wrong thing. Um, Mixed in with reverence of what we're talking about. Correct. And the calling of God. 100%. That's good that. to bring that I up. Because, yeah, it's, it's heavy in general, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, you add in the doubt, the fear, all those things, the insecurities. It's yeah. like, am I worthy of doing this? Yada, yada, yada. So it encompasses all of that. I also, you know, I struggle to play these back. I don't like hearing my own voice. I'm, yeah. It's easy to – I'm my own worst critic. So, like, I already pick myself apart and ho- have this standard for myself that's like, you know, which there's not anything wrong with that. But it's the standard I can have for myself is so high that I'll just nitpick everything. You know, I looked that way. I did this. I did that. And so I need to get to a place where I'm able to go back, watch things because, you know, I can't work on certain things and delivery and how I talk or or what I say and stuff like that. So I do need to watch them more. But yeah. 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 Just Just like baseball. I mean, you got Mm -hmm. recording your swing. You could pick it apart. Yeah. Yeah. And so let's dive into that, man. I want to play it. And again, if you're listening on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you're listening and not watching, just so you know the setting as you hear this, it's going to sound like a speech in intercom uh, or through speakers, but he's on stage. There's these deans and president of the college behind him. There's these acclaimed, uh, honored deans and professors on the front row, and then it's just everyone else, and Chittister's on stage at a platform, um, and then he delivers this speech. And so uh, we'll probably play it from when you're introed and you walk up, mm-hmm. uh, and and let's just, let's do that. Let's let's share that with you guys. And um, it's about six seven minutes. We'll be right back. Watch this. Please join me in congratulating Ryan as he comes to the stage. Quick funny story, so I'm on the way here, and I'm, I'm processing a lot of emotions, just thinking about how much God has done in my life over the last few years, and I'm like, man, if I just like accidentally tripped on the way up the stairs to the stage, it would break the ice, I'd feel so much more comfortable, and it would get the ball rolling. And instead, I'll make it up here on the stage, and then put the speech professor on the front row, and here I am. So, we'll see how this goes. No, man, um... On behalf of the graduating class of 2022, I would like to say thank you to the staff, faculty, and professors for the profound impact that you have had on each of our lives. You see here at Williamson College, we are a family. We pray together, we learn together, we laugh together, and we love together. I chose Williamson College because I felt the Lord calling me into a deeper relationship with him. Spiritual growth and maturity were my heart's desire, and God has placed a calling on my life. Finding an authentic Christian education was invaluable for where God is leading me. My experience at Williamson College has shaped and prepared my steps for the plans God has before me. God has produced fruit during my time here that I have the privilege of sharing with men from all over the country at S2L Recovery. There have been several men and women who have made a lasting impact on my life prior to and during my time here at Williamson College. Brother Brian Thomas, I would not be standing on this stage had it not been for your encouragement to embark on this journey. 
You have always instilled confidence in me that I can, in fact, do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I remember calling you a few, a few times throughout my first year of classes and discussing how overwhelmed I was trying to do full-time ministry in school. You shared similar struggles of going to school while raising kids, working full-time, and being a husband. Those phone calls were just the encouragement I needed and would leave me with an assurance and confidence that I could fulfill what God had called me to. Brother Dave Dillon, your love for Jesus shines bright and has a significant impact on the lives of your students. You radiate the joy of the Lord and possess a love for his word that is empowering. Thank you for the seeds of faith that you have planted in my life. I can assure you they have fallen on good soil. I shouldn't have looked at you, man. <laughs> Brother Daniel Club, I always look forward to having you as a professor in one of my classes. You left a comment on my paper, my final paper in Old Testament Studies 2 that touched me deeply. Quote, Ryan, I sensed in my spirit when we first communicated one-on-one -on -one that God had done and is still doing a deep and profound work in your life and ministry. I have enjoyed rubbing shoulders and sharing the healing process with men who are caught in addiction and ready to be set free from it as you do. End quote. The Lord knows the encouragement we need and just when we need it. I shared this with my pastor and was once again filled with an assurance that I could accomplish what God had called me to here at Williamson College. I would also like to give a special thanks to Brother Kyle Gowen, Brother Joseph Brasher, Brother Stephen Ackley, Brother Danny Williamson, and Karen Hudson. Each of you has played a, a pivotal role in the transformation and growth that I've experienced during my time here. Brother Adam Comer, welcome back. This is Life After Addiction, episode 34. Ryan graduates college. Cut the promo, <laughs> baby. <laughs> I'm a co-host to a podcast called Life After Addiction. Our head pastor at the ministry I work for, um, he's, he's the host. I struggle to find the words and writing this, man. How do, you, how do you thank a man who helped you see the light in the darkest season of your life? You, you saw something in me when I was at my lowest. To say I'm grateful would be an understatement. Thank you for the time, energy, and effort you have invested into my life. The confidence and belief you have in me is still mind-boggling. I'm grateful God has placed you in my life and look forward to seeing our relationship grow throughout the years to come. It is an honor to serve alongside you at S2L, and I'm thankful for all the opportunities you have given me. All right, I'm going to try to get through this. Grammy, it's been a journey to say the least, but you stuck by me through it all. I've thanked you many times in the past throughout my life for helping me, but my, my actions never aligned with those words. However, God has done a mighty work in my life over the last few years, and here we are today. Thank you for your love, support, and encouragement every step of the way. I couldn't have done it without you. I love you. Mom and Dad, look what God did. It's been a long road, but our God is faithful. While honoring God with my life is of utmost importance, 
Making you guys proud is at the top of that list as well. I caused many years of hardship for our family, but was loved unconditionally through it all. I thank God every day for allowing me to be your son. Look how far we've come. Praise be to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God has called me to leave a legacy of Jesus behind for our family. To display the power, might, and sovereignty of the God that we serve and what he can do in a willing vessel. I'm so grateful for the love, support, and commitment you have shown me throughout my entire life. We did it. I'll close with this. Thank you to Williamson College, my family, and friends for investing so much into my life. The seeds of faith that you have planted are now deeply rooted. Mm. And God will continue to grow them going forward. Philippians 3.14 says, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Thank you. Yeah, that was special. That was special, man. Yeah, I mean, you can hear me crying, uh, but if you look and, and if you're watching, you won't be able to see the, or hear this if you're listening except for me. But, man, you know it's special when, um, you know, the doctors and professors and prestige people, they're all wiping their eyes, man, clearing their eyes off, whether in the front row or behind you. And I was just, a, man, that was a, a powerful moment, you know. That was a powerful moment. I'm so proud of you. Um, extremely humbled. Uh, it's hard for me to watch stuff like that, you know, when people mm -hmm. are talking about you. But, I mean, I receive it, and um, I'm just proud of you, man. Let's let's talk about the journey. And I know that the speech obviously covered it, and we covered a little bit before we even showed the speech. But, man, it is a big deal. Um, Full-time, you're not a spring chicken anymore, right? Yeah. You're, you're, getting, uh, you're getting older. I would say some would see you as an older man. That's right. Uh, no, you're young. Um, what are you, 32? Yep, 32. Talked about it, Magic Johnson, you think, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, as a 32-year-old going to school versus an 18- to 22-year-old, 21-year-old going to school, our minds are different. Mm -hmm. uh, not only that, but as you're in college, typically the college student is full-time college. And, yeah. you know, maybe a part-time job right. or, you know, partying a lot or whatever. And, man, you had a full-time job, and then it wasn't a job. It was a full-time ministry, and that comes home with you at night. And um, just So just talk about that, man. Talk about the challenges. Talk about, you mentioned in the speech, how fruitful it was in your ministry personally to spread the light of Christ based on your knowledge. And, I mean, I have experience in that too, and, like, you know, the classes that you're writing, the one-on-ones that you're having. Yeah. So share some of it, uh, just your experience, man, and then we're going to talk about um, now that you're eligible and graduated, you're eligible to date. We'll get to that later, but go ahead. Um, yeah, man. So to start, you know, I remember when I first embarked on that journey, um, like I said, and uh, you heard in the speech, I remember calling Brian a couple times and I was just so overwhelmed, you know, um, trying to, to be a good steward of my time and be as effective as, if I can, effective as I can here at the ministry with the guys that I'm teaching, the classes I'm teaching, you know, coaching, just everything that encompasses a shift. 
and then you know putting my all into school as well because when I commit to something I'm I'm all in yeah you know and I knew it was something God had called me to and that's what I had to rest on many times um required a lot of late nights a lot of early mornings um there would be times when I would allocate the time to do certain assignments and papers and everything that it entails and your brain's just not firing. Yeah. Do you know, you or can, you can allocate all the time in the fire world. pops off and you exactly. got to fire out. Yeah. There, this family call happens or I got to run <clears> up <throat> to the ministry. So a lot of perseverance, man. Yeah. And it, it taught me what, what school did for me was gave me something personal outside of our ministry. Cause I don't have any family here. I don't really have any friends outside of here other than some I've met along the way. Um, it gave me something personally outside of here that God chose to grow me through. Um, like I discussed earlier, the discipline, the devotion, the time management, the leadership skills, my knowledge of the word, my understanding of, of uh, leadership roles and what that entails and encompasses. And um, it just gave me a lot more tools in my arsenal to use um, for going forward. It was, man. I just I kept thinking back to when I started school and this was 2008. I moved to San Marcos, Mm. Texas State. And just to think where I was in life, mentally, emotionally and spiritually there, everything that transpired up to 2022 and just to see how faithful God is, like just to see God's faithfulness and hand in every bit of it. Man, and it just taught me a new, like, you know, we always say to rely on the Lord, to trust him. Like, it required a new level of those things because I can't do, I can't do full-time ministry in school apart from him. I just can't, yeah. you know. Um, but he, he, he ministered to me in, in many ways throughout. I had some of the most intimate times I've ever had with God yeah. at 1030 p.m. on the way home from classes each week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just driving home. I've been up, wake up at 430, go to work get to work at 5.30, leave work at 5 around then, go straight to class from 6 to 10, and then be driving home. And I would just be filled. Mm. Like, man, and I would have that assurance that, man, you're on the right track. Like, you can do this. Like, yeah. God is teaching you. He's growing you. He's shaping you. He's molding you for what is yet to come. I had a, a conversation with Pastor Kyle Goen. Uh, I think it was throughout my first year there. I remember seeing him and he's like, Ryan, every single bit of it is part of the journey. The doubt, the frustration, the anger, the feelings of an, all of that God is using. He's using all of that for where he's taking you for the next season. Remain steadfast. Do not waver on what you know he's called you to. And you will see light at the end of that tunnel. And it was so true. You know, it's something that God I knew had called me to. And. My yes was on the table, and I've been doing that consistently over the last few years, and that's brought me to where I am. And so I knew that there was a bigger purpose um, within everything whenever he calls me to something, and I needed to see it through. So, Yeah, yeah. Kyle Goen uh, has been on the podcast uh, before we had the video, and, and him and his wife Amy have a podcast called Family Cast uh-huh. with Kyle and Amy Goen. Y'all go check that out. Tell them that we sent you. Uh, great mentor, great uh, man of God, wisdom. He's amazing. I um, yeah, love that dude. Yeah, go check out his episode. I want to say it was season two, but just he opens up about some of his journey coming up and the family dynamic. And so, mm. yeah, man, I'm just I'm so proud of you. Um, I have no idea how long we've been going. I know that the speech was seven minutes, uh, but I'm just so proud of you, man. And, and I think I I I, I know what you're saying because I too you know went mm-hmm. to school later in life and full time ministry and. 
there's just times and, and, and we're definitely, I think would encourage people to go and, um, to, you know, pursue higher education, pursue college, pursue these things and, um, no better. I mean, with, especially if you're an alumni or on staff or, you know, have ever been on st- associated with S2 on any way, you know, the scholarship and the credits that you could get at Williamson college. Yeah. And, and obviously you heard that speech and how it's a family and, uh, man, we'll highly uh, encourage that, not because of the typical reasons, not because we're saying, uh, which I think is a perk and is true that, Hey, you could get a better job, you know, right. if you have the degree. And I think, I think in certain scenarios, that's absolutely true. But I mean, if you're wanting to grow, uh, and you, you believe God's calling you to some sort of ministry, man, some of the best classes and sermons that I ever wrote was in school, Yeah, right? Was some of the best one-on-ones and I just, because you're, 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 you know, you're gaining this, you're pouring into from a scholastic, scholastic, scholastic. Yeah. I think that's right. That's not stretching. That's elastic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I went to college, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but just from a scholastic point of view and and understanding God's word, like you do an old Testament survey or a new Testament survey, you read Mm. the context, you're learning these new words like hermeneutics Mm. and you're, you're, you're diving deeper. Right. And it just, the, first and foremost, before it did anything for anyone else, it grew me. And, yeah. and I nerded out on this stuff. And I was like, oh, wow. But the fruit of what that did in my ministry and your ministry, uh, man, I don't, know that you could, I don't know that you could measure it. And it stuck with me. And, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm just so proud of you, uh, uh, even watching that speech back. What an honor to be asked to represent your graduating class uh, and to do that with the excellence that you did, man, and you called out the pod, <laughs> right, Carl? And that was Carl Cam. That was last minute, dude. Too like yeah. I was off the cuff. Like when I was doing it the night before rehearsing it, I was like, <laughs> man, you know what? I'm gonna throw this out there, and not even let Comer know that I'm, I'm doing this. And we record. I mean, the, not to ruin the magic here, but we re- <laughs> we try to record a few episodes at a time, and so yeah. we might ha- be sitting on a few episodes and. And that was the case. The week that he did that, the following Tuesday was episode 33, and we had already recorded it. And so you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said episode 34, which is this episode yeah. that we're recording a week or so later. And so it was just, it was hilarious, man. It was epic that you did that. People thought it was funny. Uh, hopefully they're watching the podcast now, man. And um, yeah, and, and I think, I don't know. I'm just so proud of you, man. Not because of the podcast stuff. That was cool, but just pushing through. I know it got hard. Yeah. I know it got real hard for you. Yeah. And I, I just also want to say this, like I was even hesitant as you know, to like do a podcast about me graduating. Yeah. Cause it's not about me. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I, I genuinely mean that it's, it's not, um, this podcast is called life after addiction, man. And yeah, I just hope that it speaks to somebody who may be struggling still that man, there's absolute freedom in Christ and that, man, there is a life after addiction and not just a mere existence, man, and a, a life of abundance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all these things that God has put on my heart and these dreams and goals that I have, like, man, I know, I know that with him I can accomplish those. And that's not of me. That's that's the power of Christ that rests upon me and the assurance he gives me and the strength that he gives me um, and the provisions that he has over my life. But that's the main reason that I, I, I wanted to do this is just to show that, man, to reveal that. A lot of people who listen and watch this, man, they know the old me. Yeah. They know this is not a possibility apart from what God has done in my life and the spirit of God at work within me. Um, so, yeah, it's just to anybody out there who, who may be struggling, who may be going through one of the darkest seasons of their life. Uh, take heart in knowing that, man, God sees you. God hears you. And if you 
continue to remain steadfast, if you cry out to him, he hears you. God will answer your prayers. He will deliver you from your fears. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's just my encouragement to anybody. But this, that weekend, just in general, spending it with my family, um, getting them to be a part of it, having you a part of it. Justin was there. Uh, Pat was as well. I know everybody at our ministry wanted to be there. It was something personal to me, though, that I yeah. didn't want a big You didn't want a big showcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it I was, do think it's important, though, as you just said, the Life After Addiction podcast. And I just kind of putting the pieces together of your story. 14 years ago, you go, to, you start going to college. Mm. Life is literal hell. Oh, yeah. It's the beginning of hell. Beginning of hell mm-hmm. that only led to just devastation and more devastation. Mm-hmm. And you were... You were, I mean, whatever, go back to the testimony episode and watch that. But it was devastation. And then now, but God being rich in mercy Mm. after addiction. Now you're graduating summa cum laude, summa cum laude, magna. Magna cum laude. Yes. Magna, magna cum laude. And you're asked to speak to represent your class. What? What? I mean, what a story, man. And it's like, it's not a story to bring Ryan glory. It's a story to bring God glory. And man, what glory he's getting because of this, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know I was praising him, man. I know everyone crying and all that behind the scenes. And like, I mean, goodness gracious, man. Thank you, Lord, for just restoration and what God you're doing in, in Ryan's life. And man. I'm proud of you, man. Uh, for those that don't know, um, after or a little since graduating, Ryan was also promoted. We haven't talked about that on the podcast, I don't think. All right, Ryan was promoted to director, facilities director at our lodge campus, um, and that's a big deal, man. He's over sixteen uh, bed residential, uh, licensed joint commission accredited campus. Uh, that campus is also about to have six other beds that are detox licensed and. A lot of responsibility, man, on you. And, and you're, I said you're an old man earlier now, so you're a young man. 32 is young, and there's a lot of responsibility there. And God's positioning you, man, in a really cool position. And I'm proud of you, and I'm thankful for you. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate it. It's been an amazing journey. This is just the beginning. Um, but, yeah, man, God is good. God yeah. is good and what he's done. And not only my life, but just so many lives that I've seen transformed through this place, the brothers I get to serve with, the men I serve with. Man, it's just such, it's so comforting, like, just seeing, we take it for granted, at least I do, like, what we see here, man, it's, like, so unique, it's so unique that we just get to see miracle after miracle after miracle um, in the lives of the men that we serve. I'm going to read a couple of scriptures, and then... Yeah, do that, and I have one more thing, we'll close. Okay. Where are we at, 30-something? We're good, perfect timing. This is um, Psalm 35, verses 14 through 18, and it says, Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his ears toward their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the memory of them from the earth. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Mm. And man, that just always encourages me. Um, man, he's delivered me from so much. I said it on a, pr- a past verse, but it's something I go back to that brother Jeff said. You know, you can't scratch and claw your way to freedom from addiction. You've got to be delivered from it. And just to see what God's delivered me from and to know the 
dark places I was in. Like yeah. I've been praying. I was praying at the lodge the other day over the guys and just God reminds me like praise God for a desire for life. Yeah. Like that's something I take for granted every day, but genuinely a desire for life. I hadn't had none for the longest time. Like, dude, take me out. I'm done. Yeah. Take you're, me you're out. Praying that. I'm done. But even like a desire for life and to be delivered from so much, not only delivered, but then just God shows up and does so much more than I could even ask or dream, uh, dream or fathom. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And if he's done it for me, he can do it for each and every single one of you as well. That's true. That's true. That's it. Yeah. All right. So I want to end it this way. Uh, if you're watching, you're going to see on the screen, you're going to see a picture on one side of Ryan probably 130 pounds with a cup in his hand, uh, skinny. And this is right around the time he either just overdosed and was resuscitated or right after. And on the other side of the screen, you're going to see a picture of me and Ryan with mm. his cap and gown on, graduating magna cum laude, asked to speak. And as you look at that picture, if, you, if you're listening, man, go to YouTube, look at this picture. I don't know how to put it in the show notes for Spotify or for Apple Tunes, or I would. But if you're listening to this or if you're watching this, look at that picture for a pause. And that's life after addiction. Mm. You better Come on. Life After Addiction is a production of S2L Recovery. If you have any questions you'd like answered on the podcast, email them to info at springtolife.net. That's info at spring, the number two, life.net. And for more information on addiction recovery, visit s2lrecovery.org. I'm Don Hawkins, and I once heard Chick-fil-A founder Truett Cathy say, you can tell if a person needs encouragement, check to see if they're breathing. I'd like to invite you to my weekly podcast, Encouragement for You, featuring encouraging guests like Dr. Greg and Aaron Smalley, Dan Cathy, the late Dr. Frank Menrith, Josh McDowell, and more. To subscribe to my weekly Encouragement for You podcast, go to lifeaudio.com. That's lifeaudio.com.